The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. I'm Sapphire My pronouns are him, his, and he. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? Okay, see if I can say this right. Weihenstuff Hanner Hefe Weissbeer. Weihenstuff Hanner Hefe Weissbeer. Hefe Weissbeer. Yeah. It's obviously Bavarian. Hefeweizen. And the reason I got it is it was uh, 99 on the beer advocate. So rated a 99 out of 100 points. Yeah, I haven't seen a 99. It's the highest rated beer you've seen. Yeah. It's from Munich, a malt accented pale lager, and it's number 12 of 25 top season beers in 2008 as well. Wow. So, I mean, it's worth trying and you know before we switch to domestics yeah just because i i really haven't seen a 99 right so well it's cloudy yep and it's got a nice aroma well it's delicious it's a little fizzy but i think i'm gonna let it sit I for think a bit the fizzy is not as much as there's an after like at the end after you is it the hops maybe the hops yeah yeah it's the hops taste at the end uh, that is like yeast, or or you know what it is? Maybe it's the yeast. The yeast. It's the yeasty spread. That's, yeah. It's the yeastiness at the end. Yeah. Well, it's really delicious. It doesn't have that banana flavor that the no. other one had. No. It doesn't have the fruitiness or the feeling of it being a cider like the other one. So. Well, I think that I'm going to enjoy drinking this because it's hot and muggy out. Yes. And it's hot and muggy in here. Because we don't have air conditioning. Yes. And it's a perfect day to drink a 99 so beer. I went and looked at another one of the beers Yeah, that is this beer, but a different ad for Total Wine, just to look at and see what they said. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes the bottles change. And this one specifically said 99 Beer Advocate, right? right? And it says, a wonderful yeasty fragrance and taste. So that yeah, is that, the that is what you're getting. Yeah. yeah. Goes well with dishes that do not have too intensive a flavor, uh, especially the Bavarian special of, of Weisswurst. Yeah. And uh, number 18 on top beer on the earth. Wow. Number 18 on the earth. Okay. <laughs> I'm a yes. Wow. So 99 on Beer Advocate and 18 on all beers. 18th like highest of rated all beer. beers, not just a Hefeweizen, right. all beers yeah. on earth. Interesting. Well, we might have Interesting. to. Interesting. So, I mean, we're going to let it off gas and enjoy it. 
but we'll really need to put it up against the anger because it's a Bavarian one also, and we like the anger too. This is delicious. I got no complaints. I know. It's smooth. It's got beautiful flavor. It's way cloudier than, that's why the yeast is forward yeah. than the anger. Um, but it's really a lovely beer. It's it's balanced. The fizziness isn't off-putting. Mm-hmm. I could drink this all night. This is when I anticipate having a Hefeweizen. It tastes so good. Yeah. Well, this is a if this is a Munich beer, then this is a beer festival beer. Yeah. Uh, I give it high props. You know, it doesn't taste like an American beer at all. No. Do you notice that? Yeah. It has a whole well, different American flavor profile. American really has a different flavor. Yeah. American beers are much lighter. The lagers are very light. So when I take it in, I feel the little bit of a buzz from the... But the bubbles are extremely tiny. Yeah. Like really tiny. But not so many that, it, that it's over, off-putting. It's not burning. Right. It's not abrasive. But they're really tiny, like almost like a nitro beer would yeah. be tiny. Because that's what it reminds me of, the tininess of the bubbles. Yeah. Like, like again, a step. Yeah. You know, nitro. Yeah. It didn't... You know, the head is small. It doesn't keep the head, so it's not like... Well, the head is small in part because it was really cold. Well, that was helpful. Yeah. But some of those we've had cold and they still produce still quite produce a bit of head yeah. because of, of the carbonation in it. Yeah. So now I'm not getting as much yeast at the back. Yeah. Well, you're getting accustomed to the to the flavor. That's what I mean. So, I mean, yeah. now it's, to me, is comparable. I can compare it. Yeah. Mm. It's a good beer. I like it. 99. I can see why it's 99 points because it's super smooth, super easy drinker, really tasty. Really balanced. It's good. It's a good beer. This one will have to be in our uh, beer fridge. Chapter 22. Yep. Okay, so that was weird. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect it to go into that chapter right after Bob. No. I thought there would be more other things happening, but it, it went that direction. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, you know, it, it goes wherever it goes. I, what was surprising to me was the way Amy was attached to her parents' space from a looking good perspective. Like she... Well, like she shifted. She really Bob shifted. got there. Yeah, so just, just to give people context. So she talks to Bob on the phone. Right after the right incident. Right after the incident with... The rapist. Attempted rape, yeah. Attempted rape, right? He says, I'm going to come. I'm going to fly in. And the chapter's called... A Gulf Stream to the Rescue. Uh, yeah, the chapter's called Gulf Stream to the Rescue. Yeah. So, so, you know... a jet. So you get it. Like, it's a jet's coming to tour to Burlington. And he says he's coming, and she basically doesn't buy it. And then she goes home and goes to bed and sleeps till 11 the next morning. and Which is and, when he's arriving. So he arrives, right? And, of course, he's super charming, and her parents are really into him. Yes. And they're going to be enamored with somebody flew in on a jet for their daughter. You know, they're they're pretty impressed, right? And Amy keeps trying to downplay the relationship as not really, you know, being much. It's all pretty new, which it is. But she's really confronted by her own lack of wealth like like her family home yeah. is suddenly embarrassing to her yeah like she retreated originally before the bob incident just yeah. she retreated home just to be out of the rat race and to get back to the familiar yeah with her family and she talked er earlier there were chapters before this about coming home and it was just the familiarity of her room and being able to just curl up and 
mom making things in the kitchen and it rattling around and them sitting down to a meal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the hominess. And we all know that we all experience it. But then as Bob's there, she is all about looking good. And she's like looking at the, the, Looking at the carpet, carpet, and looking, and at, the looking at the chewed leg of the furniture, yeah. and just you know, and she's she's taking really in everything. Judging her family home, yeah, she's taking everything that's wrong with it, versus seeing it from his point of view, which is just it's charming. her family home and charming, yes. right? Yeah. Anyway, she she agrees with Bob to go on a little trip to Montreal. Yeah, which was Erica had warned her not to do this. Well, go away with them. Don't she, go away with them. She had warned her. Yes. But these are different circumstances. You know, she says something in the chapter, which was interesting. She can't be that character anymore. She has to give up that persona. Mm-hmm. That's and, what she's believing about herself. Yeah, at the moment. That's where she that, is. That she thinks this has led her to the attempted rape, that this could have well, I want led to, say something to about other that. situations that make her vulnerable. Yeah. I want to say something about that. I don't think any of that's true. I don't think the fact that she's engaged in sex work makes her more invulnerable for rape no. in this context. That person had no idea that she was up to what she was up to. The person who tried to rape well, her. Well, and like we've no seen, rape is a violent act. Right. It's, it's a power. It doesn't matter how you dress. So the idea is, you... doesn't have anything to do with the way you dress, no, whether, whether it was nunnish or whether it yeah. was skimpy it doesn't matter makes no difference yeah so no i don't think that that's factually the case it occurs to me that she might have had those thoughts and that's fine yes but i don't think there's any validity to those thoughts like, i think she's she's being ordinary and a human yes. she's trying to make meaning right now yeah of a of a very weird situation and the reality is she just went through something that she's having a post traumatic yeah. episode with and she's not yeah. addressing it no. She's putting her head in the sand yeah, and says, oh, I just need to air myself out. But that is a situation that demands further attention. I think so. Professional too. attention. Yeah. Anyway, the, the long and short of it is, at least where I'm left with this, is here's Amy thinking I've got to get out of this relationship I've had with Erica about flirting with sex work. Yeah. And it, it doesn't work for me. And he has this guy who's going to take me off on his Gulf Stream to Montreal for a weekend. Yeah. Well, he'd take her anywhere. And so, the, like, her world is, like, reeling. She doesn't really know what's what. You know, all of this is outside of her experience. You know, she's confused. And the way it's written, he keeps bringing up, which I think is, you know, when you like somebody, you recognize if they're attractive or not. And, right. And that's that's just part of it. But. Like he dwells on that. He he compares pictures when she's younger. Like, oh, I knew you'd be a cute kid. Like he's he very on it, yeah. fixated on her looks, which she puts on this role to be this right. dominee. So then that's the role he's expecting. Like, you know what I well, mean? Well, that's but that's what she sort of gets at. Yeah, like, like she's concerned that what he's interested in is not who she is authentically. Yes, but who she is in this role play. Yes, and she's a little bit conflicted by that on one hand and on the other hand he wants to spend time with her as her authentic self as amy and he says as much yes and so where we're left with is the development of a relationship between this person she met as a sex worker and herself right as outside of her role as a sex worker 
Mm-hmm. So that's where we left. So we left with they're about to go off to Montreal. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Thank you.